and he goes to suck breast to drink uh, breast milk. Was I was done. Welcome to the Just Us League podcast. I am Corey, aka Mbaku, version two. And I am Medj, aka the Visionary. And we're giving you your weekly infusion of nerd and pop culture. Yo guys, we're back again for another Just Us League episode. I hope everybody's had a pleasant week. I know I ain't. Corey, how you doing? I've had a productive week. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) I've been... I've been working on some projects, um, some really positive meetings um, with just stuff that I do, mm-hmm. kind of like web design and things like that. So it's been productive. It started, I, I, I'd say probably like the end of last week was a bit shitty, but like this week has started off on the right foot. Okay, that's so good to hear. Hopefully it maintains and the energy remains, so... Yeah, no, I keep projecting that positive energy That's out there to I the universe. To That's what I need to do. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been it's been good. It's cool, been cool, good. cool, yes. cool, cool, <laughs> cool. Um, but even though our week has been good, it's not been so good for some other people. Yo, <laughs> people been out here moving reckless of late. Throwing shoes, <laughs> getting into fights, have got, fashion week. Got cocos on their co- head. Oh. Like, na- nasty piece of cocoa on the forehead. But you know, let's get into our um, first segment, which talks about all our news and pop culture. So, to start off, um, last week... Last week it was? Yeah. Last week was New York Fashion Week. Yes. And I believe, look at me trying to get out my, you know, pull out my fashion bag. I'm going to say <laughs> this was Harper's um, Harper's Bazaar. I can't even lie to you. I know nothing about Fashion Week, so I'm just going to go with what you say. Harper's Bazaar, I know, is a fashion magazine. Um, so I believe it was their uh, fashion show or something there, whatever. Um. And the women of rap, Miss Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. and Belle Calis, <laughs> aka Cardi B, um, got into it. Yeah. They did. They um, put the paws on each other. Or Cardi B tried to put the paws on Nicki Minaj. Yep. And Nicki Minaj just said calmly, I'm standing here. I'm standing here. Yeah, but she had like. Four to Four five bodies between body. her. As, as someone of her stature should. She should walk around with an entourage and things like that. Um, so I believe this is all what happens, you know, when, you know, Twitter fingers turn to trigger fingers. Yeah, pretty and much. I Well, for us, we didn't really know the context. We just saw footage. I remember waking up that morning yeah. and just seeing it everywhere. And I was like, what is going on? Like, all I just kept seeing was Cardi B, Cardi B's fight and Nicki Minaj. And I'm just like, wait, what? I didn't even know they encountered each other. So it was at New York Fashion Week. Cardi supposedly, um, Nicki supposedly, sorry, said that um, 
supposed or allegedly said something to the effect of um, something about Cardi's child. Well, okay, so I'll give you what I thought um, happened. Yeah. So I remember reading afterwards something like um, supposedly somebody put out a tweet, right? Right. And then um, don't call me what the tweet said because I didn't even I don't remember it properly, but. Mm. Whatever the person said, they basically said something around, um, or they suggested that Cardi is in support of battery, mm. battery, and but you're a mother, so uh, okay. So it was a like tweet that uh, okay, yeah, right. but but it was something in regards to raw, like you're condoning this, but you're, you're a mother. That's but you're good. a mother. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not a good look for you. Mm. And then Nikki liked the tweet, right, and so. In Cardi's mind, it's like you are co-signing this person talking bad about my child. Yeah, right. I see. So, so it was on site. Pretty it was much, literally on site. Shoes were flying. Cardi, um, the Bronx jumped out. <laughs> hey. The Bronx jumped out, and she went for Nikki um, with every fiber of her being. Throwing shoes. It was very reminiscent of the Love and Hip Hop. Oh yeah, um, New York reunion where she dashed the shoe at the girl. Yo, that some girl people, caught it for a whole she chest. She did, and some people said it looked like it was the same shoe she had on. So her aim is, you know, immaculate on point. She's been practicing, um, and I heard she threw two shoes. Yeah, because uh, she walked out that fashion with barefoot. barefoot with a nasty cocoa on her head, which people were saying that Nikki hit her in the head, oh, but please, we knew nice. that wasn't the case. No. So it was allegedly it was a security guard. Yeah. One of Nikki's security guards accidentally elbowed her in the head. I think trying to keep Nikki will keep space between the both of them. Okay, and that's a story. Was, yeah. And she somehow that she elbow was, and just, she got elbowed. That's in a lie, man. <laughs> Listen, she lunged for Nikki, and this man straight went into freaking. <laughs> Tie bowed knees and, and elbows. Elbow One was time. A, that was a nasty bump on her head. Yeah, like her whole her whole eyebrow, eyebrow was lifted up. Raised. I thought it was photoshopped at first. I didn't think it was real until I was like, oh no, this this is. So supposedly as well, Ra Ali jumped in um, to defend Nikki also. Um, they seem to be besties now. Wasn't um, she Rumi Mars? Exactly. Anyway. So them loyalty. Clout, them clout chasers there. Exactly. Um, so all that kind of stuff, which is why I'm just like, ugh, just it's messy anyway. But that's that's what they're doing. Um, so following on from that as well, we um, heard some audio this week. Did you listen to um, Queen Radio? Listen, I, I can't even <laughs> lie to you. That's, to freedom! Listen, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> we need that soundboard. <laughs> we need that soundboard. Nah, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> We really do. Oh my god! No, but when I when I heard like the little snippets, to me that's when whatever um, respect I had for Nikki just left. Oh my gosh! I don't know. I can't. I can't really listen to Queen Radio and just hear her shouting like um, for like an hour, however long it is. Anyway, and I have to flex, just take man. it in. I have to take it in bite sized pieces. So I'm so glad like someone just put like a thread on Twitter with just like the key points. Just sound like Ugh. little two minute clips because that's Ugh. how I have to take it. It's too much no. shouting. But she was trying to pull up receipts saying that she was referred to black women as roaches and all this kind of stuff. And I was just like, this is 
a reach. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, the bit which gave me so much joke is where she was trying to say, like, I've never talked bad on anybody's child. I've oh. never brought anybody's child. And then somebody put, like, a little screenshot here, like, on Instagram saying, bruv, you're out here talking bad about Stormy, bro." Exactly. <laughs> like, like you, tried to, you tried to literally yeah, use Travis's old child as the reason why Your his album... So then yours didn't. Oh my so, gosh. And she's like, she doesn't fight people. She doesn't, you know, that's not how to conduct herself. And I was like, but you you just wanted to fight Miley Cyrus. You wanted to fight Hannah Montana the other day. You just said you wanted to punch Travis Scott in the face. Yep. And so, you know, let's keep the same energy in that Egg, respect. So. Exactly. And to be honest with you, when she started shouting about like, that's when people get, that's when people get got. Yeah, when, when, <laughs> when you run up on the wrong person, and, and I, I was, was just like, "Oh my God, Jesus go. Christ!" Here we go. And to be honest with you, here's the thing: I'm going off subject here. I can't stand Funk Flex. Oh, like, he's so he's so he he's too grown to be doing stuff like that. Like yeah. that guy, I'm sure is pushing fifty. Yeah, like fun, like Funk Flex here, and he moves like he's still twenty something. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing, Funk. Funk Flex is a legend in the game, yeah. I'm I'm never gonna discredit like the body of work that he's done. Yeah, but bro. him as a person, he trashed to me. The reason why, to be honest with you, maybe because I'm a massive, I'm a diehard Tupac fan, yeah. The day this man got into I don't know if he was on Snapchat and he was crying, saying that Tupac lied, man. Suck my dick, man. Uh, I don't give a damn what the hell. You don't talk ill of the dead, my G. Everybody knows it yeah, that when you die, you get a, you get a guy a jail free card. You, <laughs> if you ain't got nothing good to say about me, don't say nothing at all. You can even look at um, what's his name, um, XX Textastion. XXX and the Temptations. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. But here's the thing, like that that young man here yeah, had a very rocky had like a very rocky career in it. After he's after he's dead. Leave him dead in it. Whatever he's done in his life, yeah, leave it alone. If you've got nothing good to say about him, just don't say nothing all in it. If you ain't talking about his music, then don't bring him up no conversations. Cool. Move on. I don't see why you're going on the fucking gram or on Snapchat crying, saying like, Tupac lied, blah, blah, blah. Man, shut the hell up, bruv. Like, don't talk ill about the dead. No one wants to hear your opinion. And Tupac didn't lie about nothing. As, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, everything he said was gospel truth. Oh my God. That's it. <laughs> that's it because if the man who he had beef with aka Biggie and Diddy ain't saying nothing who are you to come to give your opinion on something that you weren't even a part of shut your mouth bruv we've given too much time to this person I'm so. sorry I had to I had to get it off my chest <laughs> but coming back to Nick he literally sat there yeah, and let this woman just talk out the side of her neck yeah. I'm just like bruh like why are you there like you're, like you're a man just you know what yeah, you should just been like oh you know what yeah Nicky you're too big for this like we want to talk about that like you shouldn't have to lower yourself into talking that rah rah. No, to be honest, though, he couldn't even say nothing. You're on her show, so you just shut up. But he's oh, so he's such trash. a clout chaser. He just really wanted to be in there with her. Yeah, he because trash. they they had beef a minute ago, and they only just reconciled their differences anyway. So it was just like whatever, flex. That, man, I ain't keep got time keep for that you. same energy, man. That's that's why I hate, hate him or love him. Yeah, I saw rate Charlemagne. You know, he just. He because told you he the just, truth. Exactly. And he stands by it. Yeah. She and didn't like it. And she's like, never come to breakfast club. And he's like, all right, cool. Whatever. Yeah. He's like, he's like, listen, when her music is good, I'll tell her music is good. But when he's trash, I'll tell her it's trash. When it's trash, it's trash. That's it. End of. Whatever. I can't be anyway. Anyway, speaking of the dead, unfortunately, we lost a... Oh, yeah. 
Oh. It was actually quite sad. Um, and we'd spoken about this anyway, but um, the passing of Mac Miller, which was, um, I think, a shock to pretty much everyone. And it's it's weird in this sense because I didn't really know a lot about Mac Miller in in terms of his music catalogue. Okay. Um, I just, I knew, I knew some of his stuff and I knew who he was. I could, obviously I know, I knew who he was, but I wasn't, I wouldn't call myself one of those like diehard fans and like, yeah, Matt Miller, I did, I didn't really listen to him like that. But um, kind of like the outpouring that he's received online and the stories that people have come forward to tell yeah. like his peers is actually quite, um, I felt was quite heartwarming in that sense because the stuff that he's done, like I'd saw posts that like Scissor had put up and Karen Civil um, and just loads of people in the industry, his peers just spoke really highly of him and the person that he was. Yeah. And then I'm seeing like all these footage, like, like, you know, clips of him when he's like playing the piano and I was like, oh, I didn't even know he could do that. You yeah, know? yeah, no, honestly, no, Mac, Mac for me, like, I'm not going to sit here and say I was a massive diehard fan of Mac, but I was a fan of him. Mm. And the reason why I kind of looked at um, his growth mm. throughout his career, because the way he started and to where he was um, towards the end are two different places right. in terms of musically. So he's a prime example where somebody's actually evolved and gotten better over time. Right. Because when he first started, I wasn't really feeling Matt Miller's whole style, whatever. Mm. But... I like the fact like he 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 because he because he had an identity in, in what he wanted to do and who he was, but then as he got more established, his style and his and his identity just evolved with it. Right. So he's always been about just making that feel good music, mm. but because he's a kid that came from like a suburban neighborhood, he's never been through that hard life, so right. his music can't reflect that. Mm. I like the fact that he was very true to it, but then as he got more famous and more established, his music just evolved to to his situation mm. and he reached a point where he was finally comfortable just exploring and like how diverse he was he even tried like a little bit of singing a little bit of harmonies i'm like mm. okay i feel you mac especially in um divine femininity the previous album before um his current one swimming or something like yeah that. swimming is it, is it swimming yeah swimming is, is his latest album Divine Femininity for me was where I thought, okay, you've now arrived mm. because it's eclectic, it's soulful. He's got highs, he's got lows, but like there's a vibe throughout that whole album. There's yeah. a wave that he created and you just ride it all the way through. Mm. So I thought that was so cool. The bit I just didn't like is we're setting um, outposts so like Ariande Grande's ex. I'm like, give a man a name. Yeah, that's like, what I was, yeah. I was like, let's stop pretending like we don't know who this guy is. Like the Alice, yeah. And she was getting dragged through it, which oh, was you know unfortunate as well. That's the bit what really hurt me because at the end of the day, people's relationships don't work for multiple reasons. Exactly. And it's very easy to make up an idea when you're only presented with a little bit of facts. Exactly. You don't know what their relationship was like. You don't know what was going on behind the scenes. Yeah. So. You see them out, they're smiling, cool. You see them Instagram posts. Instagram, you always create an image. Mm. But in real life, and I remember she even said this afterwards, that one of the issues was his constant drug use. Yeah. And how it became a real stumbling block because his dependency on it was too high. Mm. Have you even seen that video of him um, with, like, he's making lean and he's with French Montana? 
there's like a video no. or like a small clip like on on Instagram and like they like they're doing lean but like French doesn't do lean too much and there's a point where he's just like yo bro that what you've made it's yeah. like it's not it's, it's not right, not right yeah. like lean just supposed to give you a little buzz that you're not going to function for two days yeah you'll be out yeah like don't do it and it's like um, and max like this is how i like it kind of thing and it's again you're just seeing a small clip if that's how he likes to drink his lean on a regular basis ariana grande is not really about that life too of tough. course so, and she's got her kind of image to maintain as well. So yeah, it's, like she's the pop princess now. Exactly. So it's 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 tough. It's between a rock and a hard place. And you know they made the decision to part ways, and it's unfortunate what what kind of happened with him. But um, yeah, I, I just I really liked the the stories that came out because it gave me another side to to know what he was about and yeah. kind of like the impact he had on the uh, music industry and his peers alike. So yeah, it was it was a bit sad. It was unfortunate um, with that. So R.I.P. Mac. Yes, R.I.P. Mac Miller. Um, so final um, part of this is to talk about <laughs> everyone now burning their Nikes. Listen, this this Nikes. Let's get it right. Yeah, <laughs> white people burning their Nikes. Oh my gosh, white folks. First they burn crosses, now they burn Nikes. So, and the worst part if is that here, is an evidence enough <laughs> as to what this is about. Then I don't know. Okay. Oh my oh. days. So Nike has officially come out with their new campaign, which has Colin Kaepernick at the front and center of it, which is amazing. Which is something that I love. Have you seen the advert? I haven't seen the advert. But what? No, I haven't seen the advert. I don't know what you're doing. Okay. The advert is amazing, okay? Uh, that's not even... I know everyone has been saying it, but it literally is. Yeah. Like, the narrative, the story behind it in terms of, you know, obviously it's it's not where you where you were or literally you can... It's pretty much... The way I look at it is like starting from the bottom, now you're here really. Yeah. And they take into consideration no matter what your background is, you can do it. So okay. that's whether it's race, ethnicity disability did they have oh wait is that the one like where like they even show like a little boy like with no legs yeah that's oh, the night campaign that's yeah a, that's, that's so nice it's all of that and then Colin Kaepernick is like narrating the, the thing and then the reveal he turns around and then he he gives like his his monologue and then like basically he's like just do it so it was such a a dope campaign whoever um you know came up with this idea within Nike um shout out to you um, I know there's been some kind of discussions about it because I know people are like, is it authentic and all this um, kind of stuff? Cares? And I'm just like, it's it's pushing a message forward, which I'm all for. Yeah, like, you know, and for what Colin Kaepernick has done, literally, this couldn't be. I couldn't think of anything else, another campaign to help push this. Basically, like, you know, standing for something that you believe in and risking everything. You yeah. Know? And I don't think in initially maybe Colin knew that he was going to lose everything, but for him to stay so true to it and to keep pushing forward for equality, I think is so, so positive because they've literally taken everything away from him. That's he's true. no longer, he no longer can play. Yeah. No team is, is, is going to hire him. So he's, he's still marching on. And the support I think that he's getting is is amazing. So no, it's true. And you know the funniest thing is like yeah, like I heard certain people saying like yeah, is this campaign genuine? And it's more just like 
another agenda. The truth is, yeah, at the end of the day, two things. One, a lot of people didn't actually know that Nike was was sponsoring. He was still getting paid by Nike. They exactly. Were, they were, was they were spo- they were sponsoring him in secret, right? Yeah. They never took that away. They were still doing that. And two, a lot of people have kind of made um, the assumption that, oh, because Nike is as big as they are, that's why they can do what they've done. Mm. My whole thing is that that's true, but they didn't have to do it. They didn't have to do it. And the thing is with, with um, you know, something as, as as big as Nike, they they can afford to do something like this in that respect. And, you know... Whether they've received this backlash or not, Nike has their foot in so many different avenues. They they literally sponsor every kind of sport you can think yeah, of. Yeah, like they are the predominant provider for the NFL for, that won't even. NF- you can think of Nike sponsors the NFL. I'm sure they, well, we know they sponsor tennis with um, Serena Williams. Um, they sponsor football. Yeah. Here. I'm sure they sponsor, they do basketball, I'm sure as well. Like every sport you can think of, there's an affiliation with Nike. Golf, I'm even sure. Yes, they do. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, in that respect, and we have to, we have to consider it as well. People who are, who are saying those kinds of things about, you know, is it genuine or not? Um, It's it's all money driven. At the end of the day, of course, it would be money driven also. They're a business, okay? As a business, all businesses are there to do what? To make money. So in that respect, it's like, yeah, so what? If that was the case. But the fact that they've put Colin Kaepernick on the front of their campaign and pushed this this campaign forward to the forefront, so mainstream like that, I think is amazing. Exactly. And and the thing which I feel a lot of people don't really understand is this year. Because we live in such a bubble, we assume that we are, quote unquote, the world. Yeah. When you look at the amount of backlash which Colin Kaepernick received for kneeling during the national anthem, mm. it was the majority of people that were against it. Yeah. And if Trump has showed you anything, a lot of America is very racist. Of course. So when he refused to stand for the national anthem, it was that same majority that was attacking Colin and saying that this man's disrespecting what he stands But do you know what it is? A lot for? of what I find reading up on this whole national anthem and things like that, yeah. A lot of people saw him kneeling during the national anthem and just said, oh, he's against America. And that wasn't the purpose of what he did that Exactly. For. He never came out and said, I hate the national anthem, I hate America. He just basically says, I want equality. Yes. That's what he wants. That's what he that's what he stands for. But all people's like when I hear people, he's disrespecting the flag, our veterans, our veterans. And it's like, my guy never said anything about veterans. Actually, a veteran told him to kneel. A veteran told him to kneel. So he was going to sit. Yeah. And the veteran said it'd probably be best if you kneel rather than sit. So I'm just like, where what where does veterans come into this? He's never did I've never heard him come out. There's nothing been there to say that. Oh, I hate I hate our veterans. And that's what they always turn it into. And when you confront them about racism, they're like, oh no, it's nothing to do with that. It's nothing to do with that. It's about the flag. It's about respect. Our veterans and you know, gave us these rights. And I'm just like, bruh, shut up. You know, and you know what the funniest thing is, right? Um, the same veterans that fought and gave their lives for this flag, it was based around an idea and a dream that all men were created equal. Of course. So Colin is not 
saying he doesn't respect the flag. He's saying that that flag has to stand for what it was originally what it was intended originally for. <laughs> it was meant for all men to be equal. Right yeah. now, we're not equal because black people are getting killed like animals. Exactly. So until it reflects the reality of that, what that flag is meant to represent, I will kneel. But people, again, it's, oh my God, like, they, they, there's some clip, I'll, I'll send it to you on Instagram, yeah, where, like, there's some, um, there's some guy talking, yeah, about um, the Confederate flag. Mm, I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he asked him, he asked him, and he was like, what was, what, he was like, name, was me, three, was like, name me three things that, that, that you the, fought for, besides that racism. That you fought for, about racism. And he oh, was slavery, like, sorry. Well, about slavery, and he was like, like I'm um, not a historian. I'm like, uh, bro, I'm you just said your history. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, then it cuts, and he's like, oh, it's about tyranny. And he was like, what's tyranny? And then he gives the explanation and he was like, but isn't that slavery? He was rattled. <laughs> he didn't know. He was confused. That look was like, oh God. I'm he's like, bruh. Yeah, like, that, like, I dug, I dug his hole so deep. I'm actually dumb. <laughs> and I was just, oh. And that's literally the mindset. Yeah. That is the mindset of, of some Americans where they just literally have no clue. They are brainwashed to believe. And this is the whole point of um, people being inherently racist yes and it being passed down and and that's where the idea is there's no learning there's no understanding there's no reading it's just being told by someone above you this is what this is about and you just believing it yeah yeah instead yeah. of forming your own opinion pretty much <sighs> trash 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 who <laughs> 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 child ah. <Yeah>. anyway <laughs> Good on you, Colin. Um, Colin, listen. All right. Now let's move on to our next segment, which is what are you watching? What are you listening to this week? You know what? Let me let me start this one off because I'm going to get the bad out the way. The bad, oh no. And then we can move on to the good, which is okay. Whatever it is. Um, first off, yeah. <clears throat> let me let me let me channel my inner Tupac. Uh oh. Shakur, I feel you right now. Woosa. First off, fuck Iron Fist and the click you claim. That show is bullshit. I already told you this long time. I don't know how you even gave season two a watch. Listen, I can't lie to you. I literally thought because it's Marvel and they've seen the backlash because season one got critically panned, right? A lot of... That's how I know in certain aspects, Disney's paying some, some reviewers off. I'm being real. Rotten Tomatoes, you're under question right now. Because Rotten Tomatoes, the score you gave Iron Fist, it did not match up with nothing. I'm just like, they pain. No, but the thing is, you need to, the thing, something I had to learn on Rotten Tomatoes is, yeah, the score that you look on Rotten Tomatoes, some films and stuff will get like 80%, but then you look at the reviewers and there's only like two reviewers. Yeah, like, <laughs> So you need to, no, because you, you need to really look at the number. No, because, and then, you, because you know sometimes they have like the audience review and yeah, then they yeah. have the critic review. And but that could be one audience and one critic. You know what? Do you know what I mean? So ah, you have to enough. look at the numbers. Nah, fair enough. I'm going to do that next time. But anyway, um, yeah. So I thought that they would have learned from their lessons. I thought that they would have literally taken the bits what people criticised the first season about, improved them. You had the Defenders. People said that they liked the Danny Rand character more in Defenders because he's more close to the comic book. I'm like, all right, cool. You're on the right track. I didn't like, I didn't like the Defenders anyway. I thought it was just kind of shit. Yeah. But... For Iron Fist 2, okay, let's move forward. No, this show is trash. <laughs> Danny Rand is trash. The actor, 
I don't even know your name. I know it's got Finn something in there. If your first name ain't Finn, your last name is Finn. You're shit. You the only are... Finn I acknowledge is Finn Balor from wrestling <laughs> and Finn the Human from Adventure Time. Boom. <coughs> oh, Adventure Time's finished, you know? I know. The ending, I wasn't too happy about, but whatever. It is what it is. I didn't watch it. But, um, but yeah, no, because that show is, is total garbage. It's trash. It's so bad. Um, I won't get into no details about it because I won't spoil it. But one thing which I will say is, yeah, Danny Rand, he should not be white. I'm sorry. That's the that's the major issue. Yeah, I thought he was Asian. No, nah, he's always been white in the comic books. But is the, it? Yeah. Oh, but, but, the but the only problem is, yeah, that, that thing is too outdated. The reason why I say that is he was made in a time when they couldn't really have an Asian man be the lead in, right. like, in a comic book. But it was during like the... Um, the martial arts era when everybody was doing martial arts them times and Bruce Lee came out and the dragon all that stuff was big so they found a way to capitalize long story short Danny Rand in 2018 should not have been white he he should have literally been if you even want to make him like biracial make him half Chinese and half white I can get with that but it's just culture appropriation in the worst possible way they pay no homage to the culture which he's adopted he has no understanding of the culture that he's adopted it's just bullshit. <laughs> I, it's so bad. Like they say, he grew up in this, in like in this mystical um, city, which is somewhere like in the Himalayas. He doesn't carry none of their teachings, but he lived there for bare years. Like he crashed there when he was thirteen. He comes back at twenty-eight or whatever. He has nothing. He grew up being of like a Buddhist and a vegetarian. He comes back to New York. He's mad eating pork balls. I was like this. <sighs> I was so angry. My life was so <sighs> pissed off. I wasted hours watching this bullshit show. I watched yeah. five episodes. I said, fuck it. I went to the last episode because I told me it's got Daredevil in there and it was still trash. Well, well. <sighs> That's me getting off my chest. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I don't go into so much detail. Yeah, but I'm like, let me, like, like, let me, like, let me not, yeah. Let me not drag Corey down into my pit of hell. Oh, don't worry. I'm not going. I was just like, <laughs> stay there by yourself. Like, listen, don't, yeah, no, like, I would have vented so bad. I told you I wasn't watching that rubbish. Nah, listen. Daredevil and The Punisher are That's the only the two only shows. That's the only ones I'm watching. Those are only two shows. And with the trash that um, Mr. Luke Cage has been talking on Twitter recently, About I'm what? just like, do you know what? What did Luke Cage say? He said something to the... I think it was around the Ariana... Was it the Ariana Grande story? Or something? And then hmm. it was when the pastor was kind of groped Oh, groping yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, was, he put out a tweet saying, this is how you shoot your shot. And I was like, really? Wow. Like, really? Wow. Okay. Oh, boy. You see when you do clownery? Yeah, but listen, I, we, we ain't even going to touch that whole bag of mess right there. Innit? I'm sure Terry Crews is available to take the role of, of Luke Cage. Luke Let me give you a rule as well, innit? Like, we're going to like, let's take a little bit. Luke Cage, the actor, no, he ain't my Luke Cage. This man is stiff. He's got no charisma. And Luke Cage is meant to be like charismatic. And he's just meant to be charming. This man, no, he just doesn't have it. Luke Cage, the show is, itself has been wrapped for me. I'm not, I'm not watching it no more. It's trash. They always start good and then it always ends badly. Season two, the only good thing there was Bushmaster. If you remove Bushmaster from that whole thing, he was trash. It's the same thing with Cottonmouth in season one. You killed him off the best character I've ever seen. Then you had man like Diamondback bullshit. Well, I haven't watched season two, um, so there's still other things on my list. Um, As a Jamaican, you should be ashamed of yourself. Huh? As a Jamaican, you should be ashamed of yourself. Why? 
because Bushmaster literally is the personification of Killmonger just from Jamaica. Yeah, but the accent is terrible, which is why I refuse to engage. Oh, As a Jamaican, I, I can identify that that accent is terrible. I, I can't lie. And that's why I can't watch it. I can't it. even lie. Yeah. I can't even lie. <laughs> if it was accent, yeah. Because Chambles. they're not Jamaican. Chambles, Chambles. So why am I going to entertain no, this? I, I, but, no, but at least he tried though. I don't care if you tried. Wait, have, have you watched like a whole episode of him? I'm not watching it. No, no, have you watched like one episode of him? I'm not watching it. The reason why I say that is, yeah... No, the reason why I say that is a lot of like a lot of um, a lot of Jamaicans who watched the show have said that everybody was shit apart from Bushmaster. Like even in terms of the accent, that's what asking. Like, did you watch it and you're telling it was too shit? Because a lot it's not on my priority list. <laughs> There's too many other good shows on TV right now. Fair enough. Um, Moving on. Yes. Yes. So I would like to talk about. So um, what are you watching, Corey? Tell me some good stuff. Okay, so I started what I've watched the first two episodes of the Purge TV series. Mm, it's out now. Yeah, only because it comes straight after SmackDown because I'm watching the stream of SmackDown on Tuesday nights. So I watched the first episode and I watched yesterday's episode. It's literally all over the place. I don't know what's going on. Okay, so the first episode was basically the lead up to Purge night, and then it, the episode ends like when the, the Purge starts. The Purge starts. Okay. So then, like yesterday's episode, it kind of just kicked. It was kind of kicking off and stuff like that. It, there's loads of different storylines that I'm trying to, you know, get my head around it. There's like a black woman who's like a lead of like her company and stuff is going on in there. She's basically in, she's basically working some night shift or something with a bunch of colleagues. They got to get like this project completed or something to yeah. that effect. Okay. But where they are in the building, they're safe and there's security covering them on Persian Okay. Night. But he, they were given the warning saying, if you step out of this, we're we not. can't protect you. Yeah, so yeah, if yeah. something happens to you, that's your business, right? So you've got that. Then you've got this ex-Marine guy who's um, on the streets right now looking for his sister because his sister decided to join some cult thing oh. where they're basically sacrificing themselves to people who want to be purged so they can go to the higher power. So, oh, so it's not like them was like, oh, I think in one of the films they had something similar, but it's like they paid you a mad amount of money and that money go to your family, exactly. Yes, because that was in the second one when the granddad went, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, and then it was, yeah, I remember that, but no, it's like these young people and they're going to sacrifice because they're being told that you know you'll be, you know, get like blessings in heaven or something oh, okay. <laughs> it's one of those so that's happening so the marine his sister has joined the cult so he's trying to find the sister on Persian night and he's being mashed around whatever then there's this couple who basically have uh, it's almost like showing you different levels of class because okay. now you've got a story arc around this white couple who've gone to this really prestigious party mm. where they're having purge night in there and they basically are being entertained by you know stuff that's going on the streets they're oh. bidding on certain things yeah so okay. it's kind of those kind of those elite those elites in that sense as well so i've been watching those two i mean it's okay okay but like I said, it comes on after SmackDown, so that's why I'm watching it. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm it's more like an, it's, it's like a bleeding effect. It's a bleeding effect. So I was just watching it yesterday. But I was watching it, and I was playing Train Simulator on my phone last night while watching it as well. So I kind of missed some stuff because I was more focused on damn getting my train to the platform. Damn, <laughs> damn, damn. But no, it's cool. Now, um, this week also, I have been, I don't know, I've just been on a movie binge. Like, I've oh. just watched so many films. Okay. Um, 
So I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about one in particular that I think that you should definitely watch, and I think you will like. But I watched um, that Gabrielle Union film, that Breaking In, the one where she's the mum and like there's the home invaders. Oh, and, and then stuff. she goes like on her whole. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those films. Nothing mm-hmm. that great about it. So I watched that. I watched this film called Mum and Dad um, with Nicolas Cage. So basically, like, there's some sort of like, I don't know if it's. This is the issue I had with the film because they didn't explain what caused this. Okay. But basically, the parents just have gone wild. And they just... All the parents in this city have started to kill their children. Yeah. So something has happened which is triggering them and they're just looking after their kids. They're just going after their kids and trying to kill them. So there's like this scene in in the film where like... (laughs) Their children are at school and then all the parents are just standing at the gates and then they're just like, you need to come, come, come out. Yeah. And then the kids are like, "What? what's going on? Why are our parents here? <laughs> and then the police like already clued up because the police are like stopping the kids and saying, don't, don't go, don't go, which is weird. So, um... So one of the kids is like, no, I need to go to my parents. So he runs and jumps over the fence, yeah. And then his mom just brucks him up. <laughs> I'm just like, what is this? And then the parents, like, when that happens, it triggers the parents. So all the parents start climbing over the fence. So the kids start running through the field, yeah. Mark. Like through, like, the, the football ground that they've got. Yeah. And then the parents are literally, like, licking them with, like, poles. And then one one of the dads ran after the door and then put a, be- a black bag and then suffocated the daughter. It was mad. It's like the weirdest film. It's got Nicolas Cage in it. I remember seeing the advert. I remember seeing the trailer like when I went to the cinema ones, but I never saw it come out. In I don't remember it coming out in the cinema, so I just yeah. watched it. I was just like, this is the weirdest film I'm ever watching. Um, um, so here's a quick question, right? In terms of the parents killing their kids, can a parent tag team on somebody else's child? No. So this is the thing, because and this happens in the film because... The girl, one of the daughter doesn't understand what's going on. So she's walking and then she sees a guy coming towards her with a baseball bat, right? And he's yeah. got blood all over him, right? And then she's panicking, but then her friend is like, no, 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 it's okay. And then all he was doing was going to the mail. So the pet, to, to collect the post from the post box. That's all he beat, was doing. After, yeah, the after he beat the child to death, right? Jesus. But you don't, yeah. So parents can't, other parents can't kill other children only your own you only kill your own child wow it was so weird but there was no the, the issue i had after watching it was like there was no explanation as to why this was happening it was always like they were triggered when there was like static on the tv so it was almost reminiscent of like poltergeist okay so it was a weird film but maybe yeah. maybe symbolic maybe it's meant to be like um social media or technology is causing a disconnect between parents okay. and their children. Okay, Mr. Theory. I'm just saying, like... I haven't even watched the film, but you're giving theory. No, like, like, okay. whenever, like if you're telling me, like, they, they don't give an explanation... Yeah, there isn't really an explanation. Static. It just starts happening. And then, then the news are reporting it, but, yeah. So, it's like, when they come in contact with their kids, they just want to kill them. Mad. Yeah, so it was it was mad. So, and then, yeah. It, uh, yeah, it was, it was a mad film. But, yeah, that film's called Mum and Dad. And then... The last film, there was loads of them, but I'll just talk about these three. The last film, right, is this film that I watched and it's called Upgrade. Have you seen it? Yo, Corey, have you watched it? Hard. Oh my gosh. The hardest in the game. Right, and this is the thing. This is why I tweeted, yeah? I said, this film is what Robocop should have been. Oh, Corey, come 
I said this is the film what the Robocop remake should have been. Oh my god. If good. you lot have not watched Upgrade, please go oh and watch it now. Oh my okay? god. Because it was. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was watching yeah, because it's it's very sci-fi it's very futuristic in that sense right um, but it's basically the same premise as Robocop right in a nutshell in a sense that you know this guy I, okay he's not on the force or anything like that and he's, he, not, he's not a cop but it's the whole like being completely broken down and then being rebuilt into this machine in a sense Okay, actually, you know what? Yeah, it goes yes and no in it. Yeah, but but definitely, he has the essence. Of it what has Robocop. the essence of Robocop. He has essence. Of like Robocop. that had to have been the inspiration behind it in that sense. No doubt. The only the thing is, oh my god! Like, here's the thing, where I feel like this film just excelled. Two things. One, um, this film should not have come out this year because it's fucked up Venom. Because I can't even lie to you. Have you like? Oh, because this is um, fake Tom Hardy. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> It's like Tom Hardy too. <laughs> this guy is literally fake Tom Hardy, but even the way he interacts with, um, I don't know, I've forgotten is the name. Stem? Yeah, Stem. Yeah. It's the same way Tom Hardy interacts with, like, with Venom. Right. Like where it's two personalities yeah, yeah, yeah. fighting for control. Uh-huh. But yo, Stem is the hardest. When he gives him control though, when he gives him the authorization Ooh. is when it just Ooh. goes off. Ah, listen, the thing is, the fact that Corey brought this film up here, I don't even... <sighs> I watched oh, this gosh. film, yeah, and I sat there just thinking to myself, the same the same thing what he said, this is what Robocop should have been. It should have been this. But the premise is amazing. The execution and e- the ending. That's what got me. Can we spoil it? <sighs> but I want people to watch it though. Okay, fair enough. We won't give you no spoilers. But the one thing which I will say about the film, yeah, is the journey which it takes... Is it's dope. hard. Yeah. Everything about that film to me was done like so flawlessly, especially like when I researched how much it cost. Yeah, it was quite it wasn't that big of a budget film. Literally, it honestly was it didn't not, get the the only thing as I would say it didn't, it didn't get, get the promotion, push. it didn't get the push that it That's deserved. the saddest part. But to me, upgrade is gonna become a cult a cult classic. Oh yes, definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. Upgrade is gonna become a cult definitely. classic. Definitely. Because everything that it touched upon was done so well. Oh, this is this is this is where this is where um, I'm going. I'm going to expose myself a little bit because you know his wife. Mm. I was thinking to myself, why do I know your face, girl? Why where do I know from? your face? She was a Power Ranger. <laughs> is it? Which Power Ranger? But well, I can't even lie to you. What's so many Power Rangers? I I don't even know which one. I think. Oh, so it wasn't the new film. It was no, 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 no. She goes. She goes. She was like one of the part like from the shows. Uh, it wasn't the original one. Then. No, no, no. no. I, I think know everyone in that. Like she, I think she's. Um, I yeah. want. I want to say that she's from. I want to say Lost in Space. But I'm probably wrong, bro. You lost me there because I didn't. I don't even know what that is. <sighs> Mighty Morphin. Um, Power Rangers Zeo, um, and then what? They became Power Rangers Turbo after that, and then they went into space, and then you and then you got Lost Galaxy, oh, you no. got Dino Rangers. You I got saw the, one where they like samurais. Oh yeah, uh, pss, but that, by that time I was off. I was like, nah, I don't know what's happening now, bro. I lost you. I lost Power Rangers after the Power Rangers movie, and not the one that recently came out. Oh, you mean the the first one, the one with Ivan Ooze. Listen, yeah, nobody <laughs> can tell me nothing. Tommy's bicycle kick was legendary. Oh my gosh, it was very Liu Kang reminiscent. Yeah. It gave me Liu Kang, you know. 
But they had his audio so crazy. Uh, India, uh, <laughs> every Sunday uh, makes yeah. Power Rangers is so classic. Anyway, back to upgrade and why yes. you should watch it. Okay, yes. the only the only thing I want to talk about here yeah, is the first time he gives STEM authorization oh to God. fight that man. Okay. Oh my God. So okay, we can talk about this scene okay, because cool. this is where literally my jaw dropped. And his did too. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) He flipped. It was literally like he was getting brock up, right? The camera angles. The camera angles, exactly. The camera work and everything in that film is amazing. So it was, he was getting brock up. He goes to see this, to see this guy who he thinks kills his girl, right? Or something. Or was part of the gang. As part of the gang, That killed his girl, yeah. And gives him, makes him what he is. So he... He sees him, Stem gives him the, the runaround telling him what to do, and then he's getting broke up. The guy's vided him up, all that kind of stuff, yeah. dashing him through tables. Because he's ex military. Kind of, he's ex military, but he's yeah, he, he can't he can't fight him. So he's getting broke. he's about to be he's about to like get killed or something, isn't it? Like does he have a knife over him or something? Oh no, no, no. Or he's so, strangling him or something. Yeah, like literally he just he's literally just being a shot of him. He's yeah. So he gives he Stem talks to him and says, you know, give me authorization. Yeah, he's like, I need help. I need help. And then Stem's like, well, you need to give me authorization before I could do anything. And he's like, yeah, you got authorization. My guy just kick, just boots him off, does some Undertaker sit up, like, <laughs> like the way he stood up, Literally. like the way his body just moved. Yeah. And it's, like, and it's like it's the camera angle. It's that the camera him. angle that follows him it's up. Mad. And then my guy just pulls out every kind of move in the book. The guy grabs a knife, tries to stab him. He disarms him, juking him up in his back with the knife. And I was just like, nah, that, he's <sighs> going in. No, here's the thing. You know, the thing for me that was so crazy about it, yeah, is two things. The, like, the movement is so robotic, but it's so, so fluid. It's, that's it. Because the way he's moving, yeah, it's it's literally like a robot, but the, it's not stiff. Yeah, the choreography was so good in that sense to make him look like he's he's lost complete control like he has no control of his body yeah he's being controlled by something so the the way he attacks the way he fights looks very robotic but fluid at the same time like and every move is just precise like very precise even with the knife placement yeah, all of that kind of stuff oh. like this stuff it was very it was it's like stem knows exactly where to hit him in order to cause the most amount of pain yeah so it's very intricate the way he attacks and that final moment. But, but before we get to that, okay. the thing I the, the things I love so much here, it's the contradiction between his body and his face. And his face, because he's yes. <laughs> because okay, he has no control. He has no control of his body. From the neck down. From the neck down, right? But he can still he's like, oh my god, what am I doing? Like yeah. his body's just moving and he, he doesn't know what he's he's doing. Like, oh Jesus, stop, like, stop it. Stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically trying to tell Stem, stop, stop. And and no, he's telling the, the guy, guy. like just He was like, like stop, please like, don't, don't do like, anything. Bro, bro, like, like, bro, this is terrible. Like, like yeah, you're getting stop. messed up. Just stop moving. Stop. Like, like, there's a part here where like he's just hitting him with plates yeah. and the guy yeah. will stay down. <laughs> and he's like, stay down. Bye. One plate. Yeah, stay down. And he gets, gets another plate. So he's like, please, God, stay down. <laughs> Oh my god, it was so crazy. I was cracking up. Because his face was just like, oh my god, what is going on? What yeah. have I done? And so, then he gets a knife. And then oh he goes like, Stem has got a knife. He's like, don't worry. Don't, yeah, and I then the way Stem's voice is so calm as well, isn't it? It's like, don't worry. 
we have a knife too. Oh, I was like, Jesus Christ. And then he's stabbing him up in his back and then literally the final scene where he drops him to his knees and then takes the kitchen knife and literally puts, puts it, it to his mouth. And puts he, it in his mouth. He basically just, gives him the Joker. Yes. He looks like the, what them toys? The Fez poppers? Oh. Remember those little Fez? <laughs> yeah. When you push it and then the thing opens, like that's what he looked like. Literally, like, decapitation, but through the mouth. And I was just like, right. It was so graphic. Yeah. It was so graphic. And then I said to myself, who the hell, who the hell came up with this concept and the idea of this film? And then I go and look after the film's done, like, who made this film? And it's the same guy who made Saw. And then everything Everything just made sense. sense. I said, it all makes sense. I said, it's the guy that did the screenplay for Saw. Boomhouse is making so I movies, said, man. I'm telling you. They are, that movies. was such a dope film. It's just a shame it didn't get the push that it deserved. But like you said, I think it's going to be a cult classic. No, definitely. You know, it's so, it's so sad because I'm telling you, that film, yeah, it is so good. Yeah. It is literally so good. And by the end, the roller coaster ride yeah, that you go yeah, on, that you go through you're just going to be like... Yeah, yeah. Huh. Mad, 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 mad. Um, so that's everything that I'm watching and oh, before we leave, yeah. Uh go on. I would recommend you to watch this um this series. It's called Killing Eve. Okay, this is too much TV, you know. I'm literally trying my best to Bro, stay on top of everything. I can't even like I'm to. still trying to get through Sinner. Oh, uh, season one, yeah? Uh, oh gosh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you haven't watched season one now. Sinner's a Corey by the end yeah Sin will just leave you I'm just trying the thing is Sin is really like slow moving though the way it shots I'm trying to like what episode are you on I think I just finished like episode 3 stick with it (laughs) I know I just need to stick with it I'm being rude by the end of it you'd be like oh my god freaking now this is just too much yeah 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 Um, yeah but Killing Eve yeah the premise is very is like it's it's quite straightforward I can't remember um, the the Japanese lady or is she Japanese but she was she might not, or she might be Korean. Um, you know Grey's Anatomy? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, she's... I've seen stuff yeah. of her. But is she Japanese or is she Korean? I don't know. Let's just say she's Asian. Okay, fair enough. But, um, yeah, so Killing Eve essentially is... Um, um, she's a detective mm. and she's trying to catch a serial killer. She's been nominated for an Emmy, for I believe, for this or was nominated for an Emmy for it this. It is so good. Like, it's basically... Imagine if Hannibal Lecter was a woman. What? That's the easiest way for me to put it. She's a cannibal? No, 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 no. Um, Eve, the crazy... Like, the, the serial killer is essentially Hannibal Lecter. There's a scene in the diner where, like, there's a little girl looking at her and the little girl's eating, like, an ice cream. And it's like, oh, it's so cute. And, like, she's all looking at the kid, winks at the kid. And, like, the kid looks at her, winks back, keeps on eating. And she's all smiling. But then, like, they did, like, the narration over it yeah. about, like, her condition. And then she's walking out of the ca- of, of the cafe, and then she walks past the little girl, and then she just knocks her ice cream into her. <laughs> Literally, it's so messed up. It's just, it, but it's just her narration about her whole condition, and then just when she just does it, and she'd be like, hmm, "But it feels so good." So wait, so she, so the killer is. So the essentially goes the killer is oh, I forget what her name is but she was um, she's done she's done like another show which I watched I think it was based like on um, on Henry the Seventh but anyway but 
I don't know her name, but she's an amazing actress. Um, she's yeah, she's a like she's a serial killer. But then the detective is a woman from Grey's Anatomy. So wait, I'm confused then. So like, is the so the killer's never gonna get caught if it's centered around her then? No, no. So basically, so it's centered around the both of them. So they are like the two main characters of the show. But how? I'm just thinking, how is this narrative gonna progress? Is it gonna be kind of like how Hannibal was then? Pre, it, it's it's kind of essentially like that. Like the Hannibal TV show. I never watched Hannibal TV show. Because that's how I'm thinking. Because you know he's like the killer in it, but they work. Oh, kind of like no, no. It's 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 more like um, it's more like in the sense of where you have Silence of the Lambs, but before you caught Hannibal. So oh, okay. so she knows. So like Red Dragon. Pretty much, it's like so she knows here that on some level this woman is the killer. Right. But she can't prove she it. She can't prove it, yeah. Okay. And then it's just like the cat and mouse game. Right. Which they constantly keep on playing. Okay. And she keeps on killing people and it's the way she gets away with it that is so it's, sick. Okay. And you, like they, they do like a part like where like where like they meet and they have the conversation mm. and then like um she like the the serial killer goes to her is like so are you just outright calling me a serial killer? It's like yeah like, that's so offensive. You know like if I was a serial killer that would put me over the edge. And then she's just describing what she would do if she was a serial wow. killer. And she's like, you know, like, that's dangerous. Huh. I don't know if you're smart or if you're just crazy. But I like it. I just walked out. And I'm just like, oh. oh Listen now, Killing Eve, season one has finished. Season two is starting. But yeah, definitely check it out. It's a good show. It's actually such a good show. Cool. All right. Me and Corey, well, more Corey, but he's kind of sucked me into this dark world in like of of horror, right? <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, this is so ghetto. No, I'm being I'm being so real. For me, I'm a I'm not the biggest fan of horror. I can appreciate a good horror film, but yeah. I don't really gravitate towards it as much. We're Corey, so unorganized. We were supposed to talk about something else, but I just had a thought, and I just think yeah. we should talk about American Horror Story. And the reason why we're saying this is because way back when we had the, the longest conversation in how we were going to do American Horror Story. Right. And how we're going to review um, the show. But then we had the idea of talking about which season to us yes, is quote is unquote the best. the best. And so we decided that when the new season starts, we'll drop the episode that talks about quote unquote which episode is the best or which season is the best yeah. according to us. But now Corey has mentioned. That I just remembered, and I'm just started. like, it's starting. I keep seeing. I just remembered the adverts are coming on, and Apocalypse starts this week. Damn. So scratch whatever we was gonna do. We're doing the American Horror Story episode today. Okay, let's get. <laughs> okay, let's get it. Right now, American Horror Story is going into. I would say this is season eight. Is this the eighth season? I we can count. We're going to list them anyway. I thought this is the seventh season. Maybe I'm wrong. No, this is eight. This eight. has to be eight. Okay, we can go through the list. So I don't know if there's any like many American Horror Story fans out there, but I'll tell you the reason why I like American Horror Story. And I got into American Horror Story quite late. Same. Um, but the beauty of American Horror Story is that you don't need to watch... Any other season. Any other season because it's a brand new story. They reuse the same, they reuse the characters, they reuse the actors, I should say, yes. playing different roles. Yeah. But it's essentially a brand new story. However, the beauty of this new season, which is American Horror Story Apocalypse, is that it's going to be a combination of 
two previous seasons that we've seen. Yes. So it's going to bring back characters from those seasons to form into this new story. Yeah. Which I think is amazing. So a lot of people are excited because we're getting to see a lot of old characters yeah. that we've no longer seen or haven't been in the series. Um, they're reoccurring. So I think we're quite happy about that. But rewind. Let's go back to the beginning of <laughs> the very first. So maybe we should list them as well. So the first season was Murder House. Yes, Murder House is season one. Season two was Asylum. Yep. Season three was, was Coven. Was Coven, yeah. yeah. What, what, I don't want to call it Coven, but yeah, Coven. Coven. Was... Season four was Freak Show. Yep. Season five was Hotel. No, wait. Wait, season five Hotel, then what? Season six was... Um... Season six was Roanoke. That's the one for the cabin, right? The one where they go to the house. Yeah, which is essentially yeah, yeah, like the, the maybe yeah. based on like a like a film, so to speak, like a documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah season yeah. six is Roanoke. Season seven is Cult, and then yeah. season eight is Apocalypse. Yep, so eight seasons. Okay, yeah. Right. Um, I'm trying to think how we could tell this. <laughs> so Murder House basically is as it says on the tin. There's this family that moves into a house, a house that like where. Um, gruesome murders happened before yes and it's kind of like those spirits essentially are still haunting the house are still, are still haunting the house but there's some sort of like sixth sense vibes I believe yeah kind of thing because it's kind of like there's so it's the victims yes and then the perpetrator right so I believe like I can't remember which ghost it was but one of them was trying to warn them yes to leave the to house to leave the house and then the um, the perpetrator possessed the dad. Yes. Yeah. So God, I haven't seen Murder House in so it's long. It's been years, but yeah, but the yeah, but the perpetrator, the one who carried out the the killings, possessed the dad, and then it just spirals. It goes way left, as in every American horror story thing. It just goes way left, and there's always like some episodes where you're just like geez, what the hell is going on here? Like, yeah, it goes really outlandish and, and far-fetched. But yeah, Murder House was was a good season, a good way to start. And I think that's what got people in. Um, then we have the second season, which was Asylum. Asylum. And this takes place in an insane asylum. Yeah, that's where I started. I started with season two. Oh, is it? But no, I-, I started from the beginning. But I think when I started watching American Horror Story, it was already like four seasons in. I think they just... I think um, Freak Show was on when I started watching it. Oh, okay. So I was, yeah, I was quite behind, but then just caught up. Yeah, actually, no, tell a lie. Um, no, I... I got it mistaken. I didn't start with Asylum. I started with um, Coven. Coven. And then I went and back, went to, back. Asi- yeah, yeah, yeah. to Asylum. And then I jumped onto Freak Show. Okay. And then I didn't actually even... I didn't even fully watch um, season one. Oh, Probably. Murder House, okay. Yeah, like, I watched it, like, in bits and pieces, but I was like, ugh. It just didn't do it for me, because the, the right. only reason being is because um, it's very much like a movie that came out with the same premise, mm. where, with Ryan Reynolds. Amateur Horror. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's basically it's the basically, Amateur Horror. It's basically that. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, 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 lo- just stretched out longer. Yeah, 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 So that's the reason why I was like, I've already seen this before, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah. left it, like, whatever. yeah, yeah. And then I carried on with the rest of them. But um That's fair. Yeah. Started off with 
covering, then went to Asylum. Asylum was freaking twisted, man. It really was. Asylum was twisted as hell. It was so... It was... Asylum was quite hard for me to watch, I think, initially. Where I'd, I think because Murder House was so linear, I knew, like, what was happening. Asylum really just takes you in such yeah, weird places. Yeah, multiple happening. stories going on. And I'm just like, bruh, what is going on? Because you've got the craziness of the asylum itself, and then you've got that killer as well. Sight goes, hey, um, listen, no matter what, um, is, is, it, is his name Zachary? Zachary Levi, um, the guy that plays Spock, and he was in Heroes. Yep, you you forever be silent to me, my guy. Sila, that's his you name. You forever be silent to me. Amazing. Actor. Anytime when you see him, I'm just like Sila. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like Heroes. Listen, man. When I first said Heroes, really typecasted people because really even when did. I still see Hayden, I'm like cheerleader. You know what I was there? I'm like save the world, save the, save the cheerleader. I see when I see Peter Petrelli in um, This Is Us. I'm like it's Peter. Let's <laughs> Peter Petrelli. No, I, I, I was. I make up a small story like you this power to go to a new universe. I watched. Um, I watched the Meg, the shark film. Yeah, and then um, what's his name? Is his name Hero? Was his name Hero? Yeah, Hero? his name was Hero. The Japanese guy. Yes, his name so when was I Hero. see him, I just go, Mr. Isak, Mr. Isak. <laughs> that's as soon as I see him. I said, that's what I know him from. It's Hero. So, um, but oh. yes, um, Asylum has Siler in it. And he he's the madman, isn't it? Yeah, so 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 he so he's the doctor yeah. that's treating the patients. But then you find out in and of himself, he's actually um, a serial the killer. The serial killer. And then, it's funny because I I kept seeing like before I had watched um, Asylum I kept seeing that meme of Sarah Paulson in that scene where he gives her the food and he gives her the sandwich and she's like this is really good that meme <laughs> and it's from and then it's only until I watched American Horror Story I was like oh this is where it's from when yeah. they get it when like obviously the food is disgusting but she's like it tastes good yeah. it's like they kept saying when you go to someone's house and they can't cook and they give you the food they have to lie to say it's good I can't even lie I feel I feel for me that was like the like the bit which I felt so uncomfortable with it was I, like the I rate them for going that dark mm. but I was like there's no way that they could ever make this show now yeah I was like to have because like he he had it like for what was it like it was months yeah yeah he literally he had he had her in that bed tied up doing all oh, oh, Jesus. for months there's a scene where he's like kind of had enough and he's gonna kill her yeah yeah and then because she's a psychiatrist and she understands human behavior she is the ultimate survivor yeah yeah and rather than panicking in that moment she basically feeds into his um like his psychosis where he has a mother complex. Yeah, yeah. And so she feeds into it and like where she basically becomes his mother so that he won't kill her. Mm. But just when I thought this man is twisted and he can't go no lower, my man literally says, okay, mommy, I'm tired now. I think I'm thirsty. And he goes to suck breast to drink oh, breast milk. I was done. <laughs> oh, man. I said, nah. This oh, man is gosh. sucking breast for breast milk. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus, no. I no, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, Asylum was, it, it's crazy. And then that song that they sing in the, in the prison as well. <laughs> 
I'm just like that wham bam sitting. And I was just, like, I remember watching that episode and I was like, what the hell is going on? Like I tell you, that's American Horror Story. It's literally just one of the most twisted series I've, I've ever seen. So leading on from Asylum is Coven. Which to me is the best one. Okay, so we can both agree on that then. Listen. I thought we was going to give away that at the end, but it's fine. No, it's fine. No, no, we, did, we have to say it. No, I did that, but like, we've got eight seasons, bro. This for is real, true. Like, for me, Coven is... Coven is my favorite. ...is the best one. And let me tell you the reason why it's the best one. Off the rip. Angela... Angela Bassett. Bassett. Do you know what? The combination of Angela Bassett and... and um, I was going to say Angela Lansbury, but it's not. that's not her name. Angela Lansbury done murder. I don't know her name I'm sorry Angela Lansbury does murder she wrote I'm sure she does wait you mean the only yeah. thing for murder she I wrote do, I'm so terrible why am I so terrible with names oh why am I so why oh. did I say it, it, hold on I'm gonna type Angela Lansbury. Angela, Lans- Angela Lansbury I told you does murder, murder she wrote murder she wrote and Angela Bassett are going head to head what is wrong with you? What is wrong with me? Hold on. I need to... Uh, no. This, <laughs> I, I always... No. This is, <laughs> no. Hold on. I'm going to oh. find out this lady's name because that oh. was disrespectful. Oh, and I was I should not have... She's not Angela. She's an, what an, is her name? Why can I not... As soon as I see it, yeah, I'm going to be like, that's her. But I can't... Um, why? Oh, no. This is terrible. Hold on. I'm Googling it, guys. Just bear with me. Just oh, bear Lord. with me. Bear with me. Bear with me right now. Google, what the hell? Can Google just come on, please? Jessica Lang. Oh my gosh. I'm so <laughs> terrible. Jessica Lang and Angela Bassett. The combination of them from the two witches um, is just... The chemistry between them is just the yeah, best. Yeah, literally. Oh. They literally do not see it for each other at all. Like... It's basically two sides, two covens. Yeah, essentially, because, okay, so Horror Story Coven, it's based in New Orleans and it's to. Which do- I love. Already then, you had me, because New Orleans is like one of my favorite cities. So I was already hooked on that. Um, and it's all around kind of like that voodoo culture, witchcraft culture, which is very prominent in Louisiana. Yeah. Essentially, it's literally just about um, Louisiana magic. Yeah. So you have two, because two factions of practitioners. Yeah. You have the was the black side that basically um, dive into voodoo and hoodoo. Yes. And then you have the white side that have like the kind of traditional... Traditional witchcraft. Like Wiccan yeah. um, thing. But the thing which I loved so much... It like it shows you like the history, but at the same time, it kind of shows you like the like the racial connections, even yes. in how like hoodoo and voodoo came first. Yes, and like the Wiccan side kind of stole, stole yeah, like their practices. So I'm telling you, it's it was so, so good. good. The cast as well is so, so good. good. There's so so many good characters. So you've got them two pretty much leading, but then you've got um like what's her? Uh, I'm terrible with names. Okay, I'm really ter- Emma Roberts who I really like. Um, she's one of like the new recruits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they yeah. get the new recruits to come in. So it's one, it's Emma Roberts. I forgot what, and each of these witches have different powers, which I yes. liked as well. Yes. So oh, Emma Roberts. so good. It's Emma so Roberts good. is almost, I don't know if she, can she not feel, I can't remember what, what her power was. No, okay. So basically, so essentially go, she go, she is a voodoo doll. No, that's Gabri Sidibe. Oh yeah. Gabri Sidibe. 
can have like oh yeah like the voodoo yeah the voodoo wait so Emma Roberts because something happened to her where she like didn't she cause like a bus crash or something like one of the guys were on like a bus that she didn't like and she I know she blew it up or something like that to the effect of so basically yeah like because she because she has it's more like a hexing ability kind of thing yeah but it's like it's only when like her emotions are riled up Mm. but essentially it goes yeah I think I think her ability is hex. I could be wrong, but I yeah. think her ability, it's a, it, it, it's a hex. Then you had... Um, how, wait, how many recruits were there? There was four. So there's the girl... There's the girl that was in Murder House. Yep. Which is now the, the one that's in The Nun. Yeah. And then you've got Emma Roberts, Gabri Sidibe, and then you had the other girl. She's the disabled girl. And she's in quite a lot of the... She's in a lot of the series as well. But I can't remember what her powers were. I can't remember their powers. But each person has a unique power um, in in the house. And then you've got Sarah Polson, who is another witch as well. Well, she's the daughter of the current she's Supreme. The, the, and I love that as well. Yeah, that so concept. Jessica Lang is the Supreme, the yeah. first Supreme. And then it's the whole discovery of they don't know who the Supreme is. Yeah, so basically every the yeah, recruits. Yeah, like every generation, every generation, there's a different there's, Supreme. Yeah. They're, they're the Supreme. But how it works is the old Supreme dies and then their power is transferred to the to the new Supreme. Mm. And then, so every generation is always stronger than the previous. Yeah. So the power keeps on accumulating and building. Uh-huh. And what also happens is the Supreme has all of their abilities. Yes. So, but then it's kind of like it's the abilities of your coven. So whatever abilities your coven has, so let's say for instance, the new recruits, you've got the hexing ability, you've got the voodoo door, and then even, um, I think the girl's name is Maria. But she wasn't really a part of them, but she she was a part of like that new generation mm. where she could control like plants and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, essentially, the new Supreme would have all their abilities plus the previous generation's ability, which was something totally different. Mm. So it keeps on getting stronger and stronger and stronger. But then with this year, um, the current Supreme doesn't want to give up the power. Yeah. She literally wants to carry on she being wants the to Supreme. Be the Supreme. So... The thing is, like Corey mentioned, you don't know who the new Supreme is. Right. So her motivation is trying to discover which girl is going to become the next Supreme. Yep. So that she can kill her. That's it, yeah. And essentially remain... Remain as the first. Yeah. So it's, oh, it's so good. Oh my God. It's yeah, it so was, good. It was one of the, I think, one of the better developed seasons, if not one of the best developed, because I felt like each... Every, I think each of the characters was so likable and there were so many different characters as well. Yeah. Which really just played to its strength. So yeah, I, I again, Coven is, is without a doubt one of my, if not my favourite um, uh, season. Um, so following from that, we got um, Freak Show. Yep. Freak Show to me was the weirdest one. I'm not even going to lie to you. Uh, um, Freak Show was very hard for me to watch. Only because it was ah oh, like I can't lie to you like phys- like physical deformity is weird. Isn't it's it? weird, but the thing which I did love about um, the show is I like I, I like how they um, it's like how like they developed everyone's character because they mm. actually like they like they got a mix of 
their their seasonal actors yeah, and yeah. then actual people with those disabilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they actually made those people so lovable. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like they got personalities, which is so cool. I tell you the saddest part is when they killed um the little what was the little the little girl? Oh what yeah. What was her name? I don't remember her name. Oh, that was sad. Like she's basically like the world's smallest, smallest person. person, yeah. Oh my goodness, she's so and she's adorable. actually really small. It's like a um I don't know if she's like Indian or yeah, something. Yeah, she's, like she's from India. And she's like really tiny. She, she's like she's she's literally like, she's like you a, could like hold her in your hand. Yeah, because she she's like a life size door. Yeah, but the thing is like she's so adorable and like she is. Yeah, and, and, and she and she talks and she always gives like such good yeah, advice. Exactly. So it's just like oh, when he go when they kill her off in this season, I was just like oh no, this is sad. Oh damn it, man! <laughs> it was that was yeah that was a crazy season, and that's when we get introduced to that really weird clown killer when he takes that mask off and then you see his actual mouth yeah i was just like nah this is mad it's like it's and, and like with the drool the drool like, yeah that missing teeth i was just like it's nah it's keep weird. the mask off it's literally it's weird because like somehow like because didn't he not he tried to kill himself right or yeah. no or did they put a shotgun to his mouth yeah that's it they put a shotgun to his mouth and they literally blew his jaw off but he still survives for some oh, weird reason man but yeah his face was Amazing um, visual effects and prosthetics. By yeah, the way, yeah, yeah. Because that had me. Oh, it had me feeling a certain way. I was I like, thought, please just keep the mask on. Don't yeah, take that. Like, don't take that off. When he takes it off to do the reveal that episode, I was just yeah. like, nah, nah, nah. Put it back on. And then there's even the guy like with the. Basically, there's like this mad entity that's there mm. who's got a face in the back of his head. Uh, very Voldemort-esque, isn't it? Very Voldemort-esque. <laughs> and it's <laughs> the thing is, yeah, it's like. He comes in like so like the Or main... not Voldemort. What's that teacher what's the teacher's name in Harry Potter? I never really watched Harry Potter too tough. Excuse me? I keep it real, brother. What'd you say? You heard me. What did you say? I didn't watch Harry Potter too tough in it. Fight me and what? Wow, the disrespect is Fam, to be expected. Harry let's let's be real, yeah. Harry Potter wow. to me got good when it like when it passed a certain um number Please, in the films. Just, just, just stop talking. I'm just stop. saying Philosopher's Stone was calm, but I didn't. I didn't really. I mean, out of the films, it gets best. It like it really gets into its stride because it's very kiddie. Exactly. And but when it gets to, I would say, Goblet of Fire, that's when Goblet of Fire the third one. Yes, that's the one where they have the tournament. I think that's the third one, right? That's yeah, because yeah, Azkaban is the no. I think it's the fourth because it's Philosopher's Stone. And Goblet of Fire the second then. Talking no, about no, like no, because there's a prisoner of Azkaban, which is like... No, but isn't the prisoner of a- prison Azkaban is... I, f- I thought that was the... I thought that was the, oh the God, fourth look, one. we've got Harry Potter now. So no, Philosopher's Stone is the first one. And then Chamber of Secrets is second. second and prisoner I- of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire. Okay. Then I... And then Order of the Phoenix. Okay. And then um, the Deathly Hallows. And then Hallows. you've got the Deathly Hallows. Okay, There's cool. another one in there that we're missing. Oh, fair enough. Something about the dark. Oh, oh yeah, the Half Blood Prince. Half Blood Prince, and then Deathly Hallows Part One and Two. Okay, cool. I jumped on from Prison of Azkaban. That's when it gets starts getting good. That gets into the darker parts of it, and that's that's when that's what I really gets into. That's where I jumped on because I was not really a fan of the whole kiddie wizardry thing. Yeah, yeah. When they grow up, and then it's like yeah, yeah, it starts getting serious. Fighting freaking like like the that mad skinny. No, no, werewolf. Nah, fear me. I was just like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, what? 
The mama like Cyrus Black oh, out gosh. here, man. Look turning into a freaking a regular wolf. But We're always drifting off. We're so terrible. I know. We Back mean. to um, American Horror Story. Yes. Um, so yeah, Freak Show. Um, wasn't my favorite season, no. but it was it was possible. Um, the next one we had was Hotel. Now this is where Lady Gaga got introduced into this the season. I feel Lady Gaga was the best part, and she got a Golden Globe for this. Yeah, I have I, I have to rate her for that. She was. I wasn't vamp- expecting much. The head vampire. Yeah, I wasn't expecting much. But she she did enough to where I was like, oh okay, mm. I see I see you got you, yeah, got, yeah. you got some acting chops. The, the thing about hotel, I liked the premise of it in certain part. I I think I liked when it started off, and then it kind of lost me halfway. Yeah, through. it dragged. It dragged on a bit, and I just I kind of I remember watching this season. I I didn't watch it in its entirety, um, and I was just like, yeah, I, I started to kind of get a bit bored of American Horror Story, if I'm yeah, not going to lie. Yeah, I can't lie. I just was like, yeah, I'm not really feeling this season. It wasn't really doing much for me. But I tell you one part that really piqued my interest was when we had the appearance of Queenie, who was Gabourey um, Sidibe's character. Yeah. When she checks into the hotel and I was like, I like this. Now like I like the idea of crossovers. Yeah. I liked that. So we started to see... Because usually, again, they use the same characters and it's very self-contained. It's a completely like different universe or whatever they want to call it. But to see someone, a character from a previous season come into this season, I thought was really good. Um, unfortunately, she, you know, she had an unfortunate ending. Right. You know. <laughs> they, they bled her. They did. They bled her. And who done it? <laughs> my baby, oh, Angela Bassett. my gosh. So, yeah, I was like, you know, this black, black on black, black crime. Yeah, but she I, she was trying to put up a fight because she was using her voodoo magic hurting herself to hurt them. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. was dull. But um, yeah, um, but like I said, it wasn't it wasn't my favorite because it was all about like one of the characters, like his son, was being turned into a vampire, and he once you die in the hotel, you, you stay, stay in, in the, the hotel. hotel. So it's again, it was a bit like Murder House in that sense. But yeah, the only thing like like there was a lot going on only because. They didn't. The thing what made um, that season a little bit weird for me is they didn't really establish what what any of this was because mm. you had too many elements. Yeah, you had the hotel, which essentially like yeah, if you die in the hotel, you stay in the hotel. And the man that built it built it for Lady Gaga, who was mm. a vampire. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like there's a whole another entity in there. In, yeah, that's literally like just raping people. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, how does he? Because how does he tie into any of this? Yeah, yeah. Because he was more like a demon that I don't even think died in that hotel. He was just in there, just there. So I'm just like, okay, so he's in here doing what exactly? Then you have, I don't understand Lady Gaga's whole thing with trying mm. to have these little weird white haired babies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, there's a lot going on. Oh, yeah, it was it was all over the place. Yeah, me. so I kind of like, I it was that. Um, season I didn't really watch in its entirety I kind of watched it in stages and then I felt myself like oh I need to just watch it for the sake of watching it because a new season's coming on and I don't want to really if there's any callbacks to anything I want to be able to know what they are yeah so it kind of yeah I just kind of 
I just never think I just remembered. And also, if you didn't die in the hotel, yeah, basically on Halloween, all evil spirits gather there. Mm. Because the dad in the end, like, spoiler alert, like the detective, the dad, who's trying to find this kid, essentially, you find out that he's been a serial killer this entire time as well. Yes. And yeah, because remember there was that there's the scene where all the serial killers were together, like, they, and they called back to like some real like real life ones. Yeah, pretty had, much. Yeah, but so like you find out like the because the dad has been investigating a serial killer this entire time, watching right. to find his son. You find that the serial killer he's been looking for is himself, but he doesn't have any recollection because oh the, yes, because yeah 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 yeah. So the guy that built the hotel has been manipulating him somehow. We don't know, but he's able to do that anyway. So. He ends up being killed by the police outside of the hotel. So he doesn't die within the hotel grounds. Mm. So he can only come to see his family on Halloween, on Halloween yeah, yeah. once a year. But then his wife is a vampire now. It was so cool. It was just there was a lot going on. It was like weird. I said, it's not it wasn't one of my favorite seasons. <laughs> yeah, it was just Um So after Hotel, um I think they went in a completely different direction than how this one was, because this was American Horror Story Roanoke. Yep. Now, Roanoke is, um, I believe, a place yeah. <laughs> which had, um, it's known for its disappearing colony and it's a part in Virginia. And I remember actually being in Virginia once and driving past and then seeing the sign for Roanoke and I was like, oh, okay, this. Keep driving. <laughs> keep, keep driving. Keep driving. <laughs> so, um, yes, so it's the disappearing colony. So basically, it takes place as some sort of like I want to say it's like a social experiment almost Big Brother-esque no so basically so this, so this is why um, they went very different what happens is a f- an actual couple stayed there right and then the show was doing like the documentary which is basically Laura yes because it's Laura Polson and Cuba Gooding Jr isn't yeah. it yeah as the couple. Exactly. So you have kind of like the reenactments of it. Are they play? So, it's, so, so they're it's- playing the act. Are they playing the actors? Okay. So um, C- Cuba Gooding is playing the other guy. Yeah. And Sarah Polson is playing the other woman. Exactly. Which I remember her. She was in Coven. She was one of the witches as well. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So they're telling the story. Exactly. So they're reenacting certain bits. Certain bits. And then Cooper Gooding Jr. and Laura Polson are the actors playing them as they tell their story. Exactly. Right. Because it's all centered around like a TV show, isn't it? Yeah. So that's, so that's the bit like where it got very confusing because technically yeah. they're both actors. They're but, both actors. Yeah. But one set is meant to be the real people and then yes. the other is meant to be the actors. But in all truth, everyone's actors. Everyone's acting. And then the season is split. I would say there's a... a it splits in two. So yeah. half the season is basically the reenactment of what happens. Yeah. And then after it reaches that halfway point, it turns into now... Them bringing the original the like originals the real people. back. Yeah, so, so, so that they can kind of have like the conclusion. The conclusion to of To everything yeah. what's happened. And then that's where it all just gets... Very, very, very messy and, and entangled. Very. Very messy and entangled. I felt this season started off so strong with the way it was done yeah and then i think it lost me when it did that part when it gets gets to the second half of the season yeah and then they go back into the house i don't know it was the way it was kind of shot and then well for me the reason why i kind of lost interest because it became too confusing Mm. because i just about wrapped my head around the fact yeah that 
okay, cool. Everyone here is actors, even though they're trying to make it look like a documentary. Mm. But then when they had them together, so you've got two of them. You have two of the same people in the house yeah. playing each other. I'm yeah. just like, oh, okay, which is like, oh, no. My, my brain just kind of, just, it fades Because out. Laura Posen's character was, obviously she's acting as the other woman. But then when she goes back into the house as her actor self, she's a completely different character. Yeah, she's and, it's just, and she's a British woman. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm just like, I, yeah. I don't know, it's so confusing. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, for me to adjust. Yeah, like, come on, it's, it's all crazy. Do you know the thing which I found which is so weird, right? So um, in the reenaction, which is meant to be Cuba Gooding Jr., yeah. he basically falls in love with the Witch of the Forest. Yes, which is la- played by Lady Gaga. Which is played by Lady Gaga, yeah. And like the thing is, obviously, like, 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 Lady Gaga kind of thick, even though she's looking kind of dirty. <laughs> she's looking kind of, like, she kind of thick, even though she kind of, even though she's looking kind of dirty. But I'm just like, ah, I'll probably, I'll, like, I'll probably lay some pipe yeah. down, which he does. But then, then they show you the real one, supposedly. Yeah, and she was finished. finished. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, Ugh. it was just an illusion or something. Yeah, like I'm like, yeah. bring Lady Gaga back, like. And oh. then, yeah, and then the people, like, when they were trying to escape and then they were, like, outside surrounding, like, the colony had reappeared itself. Yep. And, then and I was it, like, oh, snap. Oh, oh, what what was that woman's name? Something, The Butcher? Or was it just called The Butcher? Kathy Bates' character. Yeah, yeah, yeah The yeah, Butcher. Yeah. Like, so Kathy Bates plays The Butcher, like, in the reenactment, yeah. right? But now, the real Butcher comes. Comes back. Which was her. Yeah, but not her, because, like, but it still looked like her. Yeah, but, but, but just like, a, like, but just like yeah. a little bit fatter, like her face a little bit more sunken. So she's just like, I am the butcher and the real butcher's behind her and then she just freaking acts, yeah, cuts right <laughs> like just cuts right through her face. And I was just oh, like, oh gosh. And the thing is, this entire time, they don't know whether it's real or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some people still feel like that it's just like the studio playing tricks on them. Yeah. And then some people just like, we gotta get the hell up out yeah. here. Cause, cause we, cause we I think that the people who were playing the act, who were the actors, uh, feel like it's the studio. But the people who actually live this experience know, like, are like, nah, something ain't right. And then to make it even weird, there's like a weird cannibal family. Yeah, that's, that's like, what I'm saying. It's just, it's, there was just so happening. much. There take, was so much. Just trying to take chunks out of people's legs and stuff. Oh, I'm just like, gosh. oh my god. It was yeah. There was there was a lot going on in that um, with Roanoke. Um, and then finally, the le- the last season was American Horror Story Cult. Now I, I liked I liked Roanoke, so I was excited for Cult. Right? I know. First three episodes, I, I was done. I haven't even finished this season. Listen, I'm not saying I'm done. I, I didn't even finish it. And the, do you know the thing that killed it for me? <sighs> they put some um, the detective mm. who comes on. He's got platinum white hair. Mm. he's literally as soon as I saw platinum white hair I was just like what the f-? and the thing is um, like, he's a, like he's a very young actor he's on Teen Wolf <laughs> is it? yeah he like he was on Teen Wolf and I was like wait what? I'm trying to think who's the detective in this because I've only just started recently trying to finish off these episodes because like I said I left it and I, 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 the only reason why I did it is because the other day I was just at home and then I got an email from Netflix saying, oh, American Horror Story, a new season, um, new shows come on Netflix. And then it was American Horror Story Cult. So okay. I said, oh, well, this is the perfect time now that 
you know, the new season's coming, I can just watch, try and watch through this. But it's a bit all over the place, which is why I couldn't, I couldn't get into it because it was all very politically driven. It's supposed to be about, you know, Evan Peters, his character leading this cult and collecting loads of people to follow his campaign. He's got a bigger agenda, but he's for the support of like Donald Trump because it all takes place around the election. Yeah. And people wanting Hillary to win, she's not winning. And then it all goes into chaos and madness. So he's developing this massive cult. Um, but as I've watched, you're probably not going to watch it anyway if you've only seen the first three episodes. <laughs> like certain people who you think they are aren't, which is like there's been a few reveals. Like, I don't know if you remember, so Sarah Polson's character like is in a lesbian relationship. Yep. Right? With her son. And then they've got the son. I love him, by the way. Right. But it turns out the wife is in on all of this. So she's actually working with... Um, Evan Peters, his character. Really? Yeah. So there's loads. And then you had that family that moved across the road. Yeah, but like... I'm you knew surprised. they were... Iffy. Yeah, they were too weird anyway. Because it was like, the husband seems very gay anyway. And then like... And then her. So that's what was the big suspect. Like, they don't even look like a married couple. Yeah. I'm just so like, they're in on it as well. Um, and... There was more reveals because you know how she always has like the fear of clowns and yeah. she has like that kind of fear and stuff like that. The later on, there's a reveal that the the psychiatrist that he she goes to see because every so often she goes to see him and she yeah. has a fear of like holes and things like yep. that. He's the older brother of Evan Peters, his character. So he went in. And oh, took all the, the files. So I, that's I wish I wish I wish you could see my face right I know. now. I'm just like <laughs> So he's the older brother. So that's how Evan Peters was able to send in all the clowns after her. Yeah. To, you know, charge her fear and all that kind of stuff. So all of those were later revealed. But it's a, a whole inside job. So I've been watching it, but again. I'm literally just watching it for the sake of watching it, if you get what I mean. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not really. It was, it, I think it was probably one of the worst seasons. Yeah. To be honest with you, it's the reason why I didn't really like um, Colt. I felt like Colt, Colt had too much of um, an agenda. Yeah, yeah. And that's like, American Horror Story and agendas do not work. Do not work at all. They literally... It's basically the same thing like with Star Wars. I brought it back somehow. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy put a whole bunch of agendas into Star Listen, I'm not Stop there for that nonsense. I'm here to see people stab each other with laser swords and use the force. Don't come and tell me the force is female. It's got nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, it's not. It's got no gender. Tell me the force is female. Exactly, like, stop this nonsense. It's just a sci-fi film set in space. That's, That's it. it. Don't come and add these extra elements here, like with political views. No, that's not what American horror horror story is about. Uh, if you're gonna say it in a like in a in a politically charged atmosphere, let that be the backdrop. Like, let that kind of play in the background, mm. and let, let it be there. A prime example is just like with um, Coven. They talked about racial issues and all this other stuff but it wasn't a prominent thing it yeah, was yeah, yeah. it was just a byproduct of what happened during those times mm-hmm. but it hits hard even the way um angela bassett's um bastion was killed yeah 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 like that was racially driven like it was crazy mm-hmm. but 
it was just a part of the story. Exactly. But they didn't try to beat over it. Ah, oh, racism. No, mm. it's just there. In this one, in the first three episodes, I was just like... Yeah, it was all, you know... Even like when she, when she shot yeah. the... Um, when she shot... I've forgotten his name, but he basically comes like... Like when they're having like the blackout. Mm-hmm. And then the wife who owns the restaurant sends him to the house. Yes. To make sure she's safe. And she shoots, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was the, the cook in it or yeah, something like Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, I was like... So we're just killing Mexicans. Yeah, it's killing. I was like, okay. So just killing. I was like, I was like you're poor Mexicans like that, huh? I was like, oh, then they're gonna try to make into a whole big. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know he I was did like. Know. I yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah. he was Mexican. Exactly. I just thought that he was. I was thinking. Oh, there no. you go. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the best. Like I said, I'm only just trying to watch it for the sake of. Again, if there's any callbacks, I doubt they'll call back to this one because it no. just really wasn't well received. Yeah, it doesn't because to be honest, it doesn't really sit even like within like the canon mm. of crossovers. It doesn't. Yeah, it, it doesn't really. The sit characters anywhere. and again, the characters just aren't strong enough. They're so forgettable. There's not. There's not really any character in it that I feel that is prominent enough. Yeah, that I, you'd want to call back to. That's the thing. All the new people they added, I thought were trash. Trash. There weren't. Yeah, like everybody who was new, they added to it was trash. I'm literally trying to find this guy's name right now. Yeah. And ain't even coming up on the cast member list because wow. he's that crap but I know he's damn I know his who face. did he play um wait let's see he oh, let's see detective what though Jeez. what is what I'm was, trying to remember who this detective is because I'm watching it now and I just don't see any detective unless the detective is dead no 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 because so so so, rem, so remember when she first calls in about um about like that weird van yeah that's yeah. smoke Remember, like the like the main police officer, like he's got like he's got platinum white hair. He must be dead. No, he's dead. He's dead. I want to watch. He before. was in um, what film was he in? I know who you're talking about now. He's dead. I'm That's also, why I'm like I'm watching it now. And I'm like, who's this detective? That guy died a long time. Remember, only watched only two episodes. He yeah, like, he's dead. He, he was probably still, died in the fourth. He was, he was still alive, but he's dead. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, but you see, when he came here, he was so out of place. I'm yeah, like, yeah. what cop has got bleach white hair like this? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And he's and, he, and like he looked too young. And yeah. I'm just like, wait, you're you're heading up the the investigation. He's dead. I'm like, you look like you're 25. Yeah, you know and what? and with platinum white hair. I was like, come on, man. That's where it just it just. The whole episode, not sorry, not the whole episode. The whole season felt too fake. Mm. No, he's yeah. That's why I said I'm not. I'm not bothered about. Yeah, it. Yeah, I'm just like, nah, I did that man. I didn't like it. Didn't um. Like it. So now we go on to the latest season, which is airing tonight because we're recording on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so tomorrow it should be out over here. Yes, and I'll be watching, and it's American Hor- Horror Story Apocalypse. Um, and there's been a lot of hype around this season again because, like I said, they're bringing the two they're best bringing seasons, the right? two best seasons, which are Murder House and Coven. Now, when I heard, like for me, I like I said, I, I was a fan of Coven, so my favorite people in Coven was Jessica Lang and Angela Bassett, right? So when I heard, and Angela Jessica Lang hasn't been in American Horror Story since since season. I think oh, the last season she was, was in was probably show? Freak Show. Freak Show was the last one. She, she wasn't was in. in Hotel. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was Freak Show. So it's been 
three seasons. Yeah, without her. I think, to be honest, though, Kathy Bates has kind of taken her spot because Kathy Bates had a very small role, but then she became very prominent in the seasons. True. Um, like I said, she had a prominent role in um, in Hotel. Um, she was the butcher in Roanoke. Yeah. And she was in Coven, sorry. She was. She started off... I think Coven was the first season because she was the... Old witch. Oh yeah, yeah. The, like the, for when they were well, well, back to the. Well, she wasn't history. even a witch. She was basically like the Sorry, woman yes. that was killing the people. that was killing the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like who and she killed Bastion. I know, I know. Forget I did a Bastion boy. Like, <laughs> Bastion, my Bastion. She was in there. So yeah. So when they announced, they made the announcement that Jessica Lang was coming back. Everyone was hyped. Yeah. But I wanted when they said that. Um, Jessica Lang was coming back and they were merging Coven and Murder House. I was hoping she was coming back as her character in Coven. Yeah. But she's not. She's coming back as her character from Murder House. Well, that would make sense only because she died in Coven. Yeah, but still bring her back. Mm, I... There must be a resurrection spell out. <laughs> bring back that surprise. Bring her back. Well, it's the same thing because, like, I thought didn't um, Emma Roberts' character die as well in in Coven, and she's coming back in it. Did she die? Yes, Quinny, and then Gabri Sidibe is supposed to be back in it as well, and she died in Hotel. Yeah, but here's the thing: I don't actually. Th- I think yeah, like um, I don't think Hotel is go- is like gonna be. Like canon, if that makes sense. Okay. Because I think like hotel was like the first time they just kind of did like a little like a little cross between them, like a little oh look it, we can do it, mm. but I don't really think it's gonna carry on, carry on as an actual canon. Okay. So the thing is with Murder House and with um and with Coven, to be honest with you, the three that 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 for me link together would be Murder House, Coven, and then you can even do um. What was that one? Of the one for the butcher, Roanoke. Those three, they can kind of link in with each other. Really? The only reason why I say that is because, like, they are like they're mostly based around um, dark magic, Ooh. and it's very easy to make those links. But how would you bring Sarah Paulson's character into it? Then that's the only thing. That's where it gets tricky for me because her character was so prominent as being the British actress. Then now she's the supreme witch. Yeah, well, to be fair, because you wouldn't really focus on. Because remember, in like in that one, she was an actress, right? Yeah. But if you if you if you move away from that part and take like the supernatural elements, yeah, then she be all right. like then you basically like that's where like the butcher and like whatever made them, mm. and even that even Lady Gaga's witch, yeah, would basically tie into it. Tie into but then everything well. else, which is like based on like the film set, you just say nah, cool, mm. that's not it. That's why I'm, I'm very interested to see how they pull this off. But um, yeah, I think this is going to be a good season. I hope it's a good season. Hopefully. Depending on who's playing what. That's, yeah. that's my only issue. Because like we've mentioned, Coven to us was the best one. Yeah. And the reason why is because of the the caliber of... Of people that were in it. Yeah. And so to split like... between two, I'm just thinking to myself... Actually, no way. Because... The in Murder House, luckily enough, um, the mum and the dad weren't in Coven, so they can play their characters. Yeah, th- I think that's what they're gonna yeah, do. They because can play their we don't, they haven't been in the season since. Well, yes. the mum hasn't. Yeah, that's true. The mum hasn't been in any since. Um, she's only did the one, the one season. Yeah. So she, so them two together, they can easily play their characters. It's the daughter that's. I'm just like, 
The daughter was the daughter and then she was one of the witches. Yeah. I think the only way it would have made sense here is Unless if, she was just a witch. Then. Yeah, like the same character, like losing her parents made mm. her awaken a power, some mm. nonsense like that. You're like, all right, cool. Keep the same character. But apart from that, it's more of the sense of what character you're going to play. And luckily for me, I chose not to read up on the story. Yeah, I haven't done anything. Yeah, I'm just going to watch it. I want to be surprised. That way, if it's good, it will really be good. Because yeah. like, I didn't see none of this coming. Mm. But I don't know. I trust you, Ryan Murphy. Really and truly. I trust you. Like, cause you, cause you. It's been a rocky relationship. Do you know what though? He put out. I don't know if you've watched it anyway, but it's a, a show that was very far left, and I watched it while I was actually uh, when I was away. Um, he put out a show called Pose. Mm. But this film is all about. It's not a film, sorry. It's like it was like a ten series thing which he done, and it was done really well. But it was all it was all about focusing around like the transgender community okay. and kind of that whole like ballroom scene that they've done, um, like all Vogue and stuff like that. So I watched it. It was actually a really good show. Yeah. Like kind of the story and the narrative behind the different characters and kind of... Because it's set in like the 80s. Oh, okay. So it kind of talks about like the HIV epidemic yeah. and all that kind of stuff in the different characters. And I thought like that how he did it was really good. But he he really... I feel like he really did his research in terms... Because I don't, I don't know anything about kind of that culture and, and scene, but... I was, when I read up about stuff about it, he really used a lot of people that were kind of in that scene. Yeah. So he used a lot of like transgendered actors. Okay. Um, to play. And then people behind the scenes as well that really can give their viewpoint on yeah. this is what was done. So it was really well done. So that was kind of a, a redeeming factor for me. So hopefully <coughs> we get something good cool. with... Um, uh, apocalypse so yeah loads of trailers going around I'm excited I'll be watching we could probably do a review next week on what we felt like how the first episode was yeah true true um, to look at that but um, yeah I would say just to end it then your order your rankings of the seasons so um, let's start off with the should we start off with the worst and then work out we know Coven's gonna be number one yeah Coven's number one fucking coat to me is bottom like, yeah I couldn't even finish. That's how bad it was. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I'd say after I would say after Colt, then for me would be Hotel. You think that's number two? Yeah. Really? Mm. Nah, I can't. Lie. Only because I struggled to watch through it. I would say Hotel, and then um. Actually, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. mean up like yeah. Oh, did you mean I thought after covered? Yeah, oh, what? No, no, no. I'm starting. Oh, 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 you're opening the ball going away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's no. what I said. After, after cult would be um, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, would be hotel. Yeah, and then after hotel, I think it would be between. I would say it's gonna be between freak show and Roanoke, but I'm gonna put freak show there. Actually, I was actually gonna agree with that. Um, yeah, even though like Royal Oak kind of fizzled, yeah. it still it still gave it's me still, enough yeah. like burns here and there to me to carry on. Yeah, I think Freak Show for me plateaued like maybe like the last like the last four episodes. I struggled. Mm. That's the same here. I struggled. I struggled. It was another was season. Like, I struggled to get through. Oh Jesus Christ, boy! But yeah, so yeah, I'd say Freak so I'd Show. say Freak Show, and then I'd probably put Roanoke. Yep. And yeah. then um, I would go with 
Asylum? Nah, because for me, I feel I thought that Asylum was number two. Yeah, I thought Asylum was number two. So Murder House would go third. Yeah, for me anyway. I'll put Murder House third yeah. and then Asylum. And the only reason why is because Asylum, they hey, they pushed the boundaries for that for me. They did. That one was crazy. And even the way it ended, yeah, like when he came, like, I'm your son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just mad. shot him. To like, him. Yeah, exactly. She didn't even blink. She didn't even care. She was like, what? She was just like, listen, you look, like, you look, you look just like your father. Damn, <laughs> I was like, damn. goddamn. I was um, like, what? Yeah, so I'd probably, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I'd say that, yeah. It would be a toss-up between, yeah, Murder House and, and, and Thing. Yeah, it would definitely be a toss-up. I, like, I, for me, I just felt like um, the reason why I'd give it to Asylum was it was the first time they introduced, like, the multiple stories. Story, yeah, because Thing was more linear. Very yeah, linear, yeah. but mm-hmm. they introduced the multiple stories, but at the same time, it you didn't get overly confused mm. because I was seeing so much, but I was like, wow. Wait, so what happened to my man who was doing the mad experiments? Like when he literally just yeah, turned yeah, that yeah. girl into a guinea mm-hmm. pig, left her with syphilis and all amputated. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, so, but. Yeah, yeah, that's actually fair, yeah. I was entertained throughout the whole thing. So uh, Murder House third, uh, Asylum second, and, and then Coven has to be number one. Coven. And if you're, if you're ever going to watch Coven, there's one scene that you have to literally just watch and it's when Angela Bassett is talking about um, how they've dug up her arch enemy. The line she says here is freaking gold. Which one is that? She's basically like oh my goodness like I'm like I'm I'm gonna I'm literally literally gonna have to find it. (laughs) I'm actually, I'm literally gonna have to find it. It's so it's literally just so good. I just remember watching that scene where she like is about to cast her spell, and then I said, "Look at Storm." <laughs> I said, "Look at Aurora Monroe here," and you didn't cast her for this because her hair turned white, her eyes and everything. Her eyes went white. Sorry, and then I was just like, "Look at Storm." Yeah, I'm about to say like her hair, like her hair turned white. I like, said, "Look at her. That? Look at Storm in front of us." I said, "Look at this." Um, well, I'll let you find that, but I think looking at the time, it's probably time to close. So, um, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Just Us League podcast. Yeah, I'll add it in the edit. Don't worry about it. You can look for it now if you want. No, 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 that's too long. I'll add it in the edit. Um, so thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Just Us League podcast. Um, make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Just Us League PC. That's Just Us League PC. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Corey underscore S K O R R E Y underscore S. Um, follow me on YouTube as well at Corey Chronicles. Meds, where can they find you? Um, so you can find me on Twitter as MedsArt, that's M-E-D-Z-A-R-T. You can also follow me on Instagram, it's Meds underscore Art, so M-E-D-Z underscore A-R-T. And yeah, Corey always forgets, please, God, go on to his YouTube. Just, I said it. Did you? I just said it. You weren't paying attention. I would have lied. I, I hear, said, follow me on YouTube at Corey Chronicles. I didn't hear Corey Chronicles either. Like, I, I, like, I said because every, 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 every time, I'm more listening for the KK. Only 2K, it's not uh, three. Uh, okay, let's not go down that dark road. <laughs> uh, Actually, speaking of which, because um, when, when are you going to like... Um, 
drop another video because I'm slightly addicted. Um, I don't know. Well, the thing is, there was actually supposed to be more travel videos, but my memory card got corrupted when I was in Japan. So I lost the majority of the footage. So I was trying to edit it, but it just is not right. And I hate putting out shitty content just for the sake of putting it out. So, um, my plan is to probably just do some sort of travel trip within England, which doesn't seem that exciting, but I'll make it exciting. Okay. There's actually places to explore in our own country that we haven't been to. No, so it's true. I probably like need to just venture out, like fill up my car tank and just drive and document what's going on there. But um, like I said last week, working on some stuff. Um, hopefully, would like to get it a first episode out by October. But don't hold me to that. It's just all dependent on everyone else's schedule. But um, okay, yes, I hear that. Hopefully. Oh, have you got the clip now? Yep. Love with that sorry witch. Bullshit. Bullshit is right. You're supposed to be ridding me of my enemies. Instead, they're mouthier than ever. Showing up on my doorstep. Disrespecting me. Digging up my enemies. When I plant a fat ass cracker bitch, I expect her to stay planted. Damn. Oh my god, whoever wrote that script. Listen, I, f- I feel like Angela Bassett read that line for herself. Oh my like, gosh. When I plan a fat ass cracker, bitch, I expect it to hilarious. stay planted, not popping up like goddamn ragweed. Oh my god. Let that be your hashtag. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh my gosh, I just got an email from Spotify. Sorry. Oh, snap. <laughs> Blood Orange is going to be in concert on Monday, October the 29th. I think I'll be getting some tickets to go and see Anyway, goodbye people. This is the end of the episode. Catch you next week. Peace. Peace.